Lego is an island, nor is only one Lego fun to play with, so we got our buzz on. Welcome to Buzz Off Film, the short-form, spoiler-free, guest-free sister podcast of our regularly scheduled programming, High on Film. I'm Chris Maxwell. I'm your host, back for another installment here after a nice long break. Of course, if you only listen to Buzzed Off Films, the last time you heard us was when we did our uh, near-Oscar triple buzzed off of La La Land and Manchester by the Sea and maybe another movie that I can't remember now. Star Wars Rogue One is what it is. Uh, yeah, today we just saw the Lego Batman movie from 2016, directed by Chris McKay, written by Seth Graham Smith, Chris McKenna, Eric Summers, Jared Stern, John Whittington, uh, based off a story by Seth Graham Smith, and of course, Bob Kane and Bill Finger for the creation of Batman, and Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster for the creation of Superman. Whew. One more name you gotta learn. And it's the man who's right to my left. The co-host from the couch, the podcaster of disaster, and the Brad Davis that God gave us, Brad Davis. Hello. Hey, Brad. Hey, Chris. How's it going? Good, man. How are you? Hey, doing well. Lego Batman movie. Lego Batman. Semi-sequel to the Lego movie. Yeah, spin-off, I guess, more. Spin-off. Yeah. Expanded universe film. There, that works, too. Yeah. Uh, well, we have Will Arnett as Batman, Zach Galifianakis as the, the Joker, Michael Sarah as Robin. Um, and uh, Rosario Dawson probably rounds out our main cast as um, Barbara, uh, Barbara Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, the new commissioner of Gotham City. All done in Legos. How about that? How about that? Now, if you haven't seen the trailers or uh, know what we're talking about, here we go. Our first segment, movie, trailer, voices. Brad, do you have a movie trailer for the Lego Batman movie for us? I got something here. <clears throat> No one is cooler than Batman. He's rich, he's got a nine-pack, and he always beats the bad guys. But what happens when all the bad guys are locked up? Batman realizes that the only thing he lives for is fighting, and the only thing he cares about is himself. He's going to have to trust other people for the first time in order to save Gotham City and to save himself. Learn to love others in Lego Batman. Hey, pretty good. Thanks. Yeah, you really encaptured what it uh, exactly is. Yeah, it's, oh, good that's, job. that's the plot. Yeah. That's, the pl that's kind of what this game is. <laughs> True. Yeah. True. Are right, you ready for mine? I am ready. Na 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 Batman! Lego builds on the legend of one of the greatest heroes of all time by deconstructing the lonely psyche of the brooding Cape Crusader. When the Joker's jealousy flares over Batman's indifference to their great rivalry, he'll stop at nothing to get the Dark Knight's attention and a respectable amount of hate. Keep your friends close and your rogues gallery closer. The Lego Batman movie. Nice. Dude. <laughs> Pow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there it is. Joker is uh, jealous that Batman is has, has walled himself off so much from the outside world and anyone from getting inside of him, that he won't even admit that Joker is his arch nemesis, arch nemesis his biggest rival. And it sends Joker crazy, so he enlists the help of just about every supervillain you can think of, Batman and otherwise, to uh, prove Batman wrong. Batman and otherwise? Supervillain? Supervillain. Yeah, su uh, Batman, supervillain, and oh, otherwise. Oh, oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. No, no, important clarification. Thank you for catching You're that. welcome. Yeah. Uh, this was, what, an hour and 45 minute movie, thereabouts? Yes. It's about time to talk about 
when to pee or not to pee, a.k.a. you're in, you're out. Brad, if you have to use the bathroom, or maybe you, or no, no maybe yet, if you have to use the bathroom, <laughs> is there any place you should go uh, and run out of the theater that you'd be safe for seeing, for missing any uh, big spoiler territory or any cool scenes? Any moments maybe you should stay in your seat and hold it for fear of missing said uh, good talking points? Yeah, as far as spoiler stuff, I, this isn't a movie where you're going to miss much. Yeah. They kind of... It's a kid's movie. It's a kid's movie. So it's a simple plot. Uh, I will say the opening sequence, ever, the beginning of the movie, I really liked. It's kind of an opening sequence. Uh, somewhat a la Dark Knight opening, kind of like this heist or like a heist type sequence that's done really well. And it's kind of high intensity and really kicks things off strong. It's, it, it's a... Sugar rush of incredible high octane jet fuel levels. It, it is. It's my. It was my favorite part of the whole movie, uh. quite honestly. So definitely, if you have to pee, I would say hold it. Get in your seats first. Watch the beginning, and then kind of once that opening sequence is over, you have Batman at the at, at uh, you know Wayne Manor, kind of like dealing with his inner demons and, you know, the whole parents thing again. And you can, once that opening sequence is over, I think you can, especially if you know the Batman story, which almost everybody does at this point, dead parents, that whole thing. At that point, I think you can go to the bathroom after this kind of high-octane opening sequence ends. And then, quite honestly, you have a decent amount of opportunities, I think, in the second half of the movie as well to go at really kind of any point. Yeah, I have literally the exact same things written down. Okay, wow, we didn't even discuss this. Not in the first 30 minutes. I mean, mostly because while it is a sensory overload, you get most of the cool stuff, a lot of the great Batman jokes, um, and it sets up everything to come. And then I'd say anytime in the second half of the movie, you can kind of come and go as you please and know what's going on. You're not going to be lost at all. No. So, all right, here we are, the... uh, Main event, for what it's worth, where we measure our opinions against the price of admission for a matinee at GD Arclight Cinemas here in Los Angeles, $15.75. Kids movie matinee in standard format, because this movie is in IMAX and in 3D, which I can't even imagine what happens to those kids leaving that theater. Uh... In IMAX 3D, this this crazy colors, fast moving movie. Um, what's it worth to you, Brad? Fifteen seventy five. Uh, I'd probably at most I'd pay ten dollars. Okay. I'd maybe probably preferably a little less, mm-hmm. but ten I think I'd be okay with. I mean, it's they do a lot of clever stuff with bat, especially if you kind of know the old Batman TV show and bat the the seen the other Batman movies. like they Any do, bits of the Batman universe. legend. I mean, they cover everything. Movies, TV show, comics, cartoons. I mean, there are jokes about every bit of it. And it's it's clever. It's fun. It makes the movie more fun as, uh, and funnier. Those are usually some of the funniest parts. Uh, I mean, Will Arnett as Batman is, a, is great voice casting. I mean, he has the perfect voice for it. Does he rank for you in your list of Batmans? It's kind of hard for me to like really put him in that thing because he's not playing Batman. I mean, I know he's doing the voice of it. I mean, I guess like I would put him 
not above Christian Bale. Okay. Uh, and probably not Keaton either. But then maybe next. Okay. All right. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you at the end by the end of the movie though, like the last fifteen to twenty minutes, I was over it. I was like, okay, let's wrap it up. Uh, also, kind of felt like they underused a lot of uh, yeah really good voice uh, uh, voice cast. Uh, I mean, we were talking about it afterwards. Like Conan O'Brien played the Riddler. I don't think you get a line from the Riddler in this movie. You definitely get a line. Okay. Uh, well, I, uh, I'll let me go into this actually because yeah. I have a big problem with this. Yes. Uh, so many talented comedians in the secondary cast that are so underused. Conan O'Brien is the Riddler. Jason Manzukis is Scarecrow. Doug Benson is Bane, who probably has the most lines of any of the villains uh, outside of Joker. Which you could count on one hand. Right, exactly. Um, Channing Tatum is Superman. Jonah Hill as uh, the Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. Both underused. Uh, Adam Levine. Not Adam Levine. Yeah. Adam Devine. Adam Devine as the Flash. Underused. Uh, Jenny Slate was Harley Quinn. Yep. Also uh, underused. Uh Kate Micucci and um, Ricky Lindholm, uh, Garfunkel and Oates, are both in it as villains. I can't even remember hearing either one of their voices. Well, and, and this is part of my problem, too, with the movie. Often they're overlapped in big scenes, in melee scenes. And why hire these guys? Either that or there's a ton of stuff on this cutting room floor. It could be. I mean, that would make sense. I also have a problem, and this isn't really giving too much away. I, I mean, you actually end up not even dealing with the Batman villains as much and start dealing with all these other huge villains from other movies. Wicked Witch of the West, Sauron, uh, oh, and that's another one, Voldemort. King Kong. Yeah. But you have Eddie Izzard playing Voldemort, who does have a few lines, in a movie with Fiennes, who played Voldemort in the Harry Potter movies, as Alfred. Um, and while they didn't capitalize any jokes, I did appreciate that kind of... That Spli was, splitting yes. up the casting a little I, bit. I kind of did too. It just didn't make sense. Like, to me, the Batman villains were so much more interesting. Not just in voice casting, which alone by itself it is. But that, I'm going to see a Batman movie. I want to see the Batman villains. I don't want to see the Wicked Witch of the West. Okay. Uh, you said this when we were walking out of the theater. And I, I kind of, I, I disagree a little bit. Because of the, the motif of these Lego movies. Where they're toys, and they're being dealt with as toys, as we see in Lego Movie. We see humans, a human kid, actually dealing with them. Um, and with toys, you can mix in other toys. And especially Legos, other Lego sets. They certainly carry over the master builder, quote-unquote, concept right. from Lego, where you can, our characters can build things using pieces of their surroundings. So I have no problem bringing in these other worlds, especially in a movie about toys, like Toy Story. Like... You know, oh, why is Mr. Potato Head and the Army Man in the same movie? Whereas, you know, you know, the movie of Battleship and the movie of Ouija Board don't have intersecting universes. But with Lego, I'm, I accept it. I fully embrace it. Uh, and that doesn't bother me. Although I do agree with you, mostly because of this wasted voice talent, that to have just Batman villains in this would have been, I think, a little more special. I'll give you that. Uh, you make a good point there with kind of the playing with different toys, bringing it into the world. I'll give you that. I, I guess I would have... I felt like the focus was too much on these other villains and not enough on the Batman villains in a move in a Batman movie. 100% agreed. So that was uh, a bit of an issue too. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, yeah, it has kids movie moments. It's... The plot's a little... Whatever. It's not a great plot, but it's a kids movie, so... Yeah, again, I didn't mind the plot. I did mind the resolution, 
Which, while it I'm is... I'm kind of throwing that all in together. Okay, yeah. See, I like the plot. I like the Joker being jealous and... That I like. Need, ...being needy like that. Especially with the themes of isolation and solitude and letting people in. Uh, I really like that. I, I did think the resolution, which I won't spoil, was of the world, but a little too easy. A little too simple. Simplistic. And I'm sure kids are going to love it, but for me, a, a big fan of the Lego movie... I don't think anything was as easily solved, or at least didn't feel as easily solved as this one did. Agreed. That's true. Uh, a few other things I want to mention. Um, I'll start with the the bad. I'm sorry. The even the songs in this, even the best song in this, the Batman song that's sung that's rapped by Will Arnett, is still nowhere near in the realm of everything is awesome from the Lego Movie. True. Um, and uh, weak end credits. I thought the end credits for something that is so meta. And plays, I think, very fun with the opening credits. Kind of falls apart at the end. And it's still just a little too warm and fuzzy. It becomes very, like... By the end of it, that was kind of my feeling. Almost too, like, oh, we're all happy and everything's perfect. Like, I, I mean, I know it's a kid's movie, but it doesn't need to go that far. Yeah. It, it, it was... I mean, I, there was a couple eye-rolling moments. And I know, a kid's movie, but still, it felt unnecessary. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, Arnett, great. Uh, everyone actually is does a great job with the the voice casting. Galifianakis, big and small, all over the place, are casted beautifully. Um, and I want to say kudos to this film for not having one shot of pearls clutched, ripped, and bouncing oh. all over wet, dark cement of Crime Alley. Thank you for that. No That's a good point. No origin story for Batman whatsoever. I think maybe the first Batman movie to ever do that. That is true, including the TV show, Gotham. Yeah. And oh. especially Batman v Superman, which they did it twice. You saw it twice. <laughs> saw it twice. Jesus. Indeed. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, for me, I'm going to give it 12, 12 bucks just because I, uh, I was really looking forward to this. Uh, not really let down. Maybe a little, you know, lukewarm on it than I expected. Maybe my expectations were just a little I, I was high. about to say, I think expect we both kind of went in with high expectations. And not to say they weren't met, I would recommend... I definitely recommend this movie. I don't know if it's a movie you need to see in theaters necessarily. Yeah. Kids are going to love it. Kids will love it. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's fun. It The script also felt like with so, you naming all of the writers listed there, I'm like, yeah, this feels like a script that had a lot of different cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, and a lot of improv for from Arnett and others, like, who clearly have little bits or trails off at the ends of lines that lead to some of the funniest jokes in the movie. That's true, too. So, Yeah. All right, there it is. Ten dollars, twelve dollars out of the fifteen seventy-five we each paid. Brad Davis. Yeah. You just saw the Lego Batman movie. What are you gonna do next? Still got to finish last year's movie. Like I have a couple movies from last year that I need to. Twenty sixteen, Year of Our Lord. Twenty sixteen. Yes, before the Oscars. I kind of want to get a couple more in before the Oscars because then I do want to kind of do a top ten list of the year. Notable. Uh... One day Blind spots? Uh, Jackie. Mm -hmm. Still want to see Nocturnal Animals. And Kubo. Ah, yeah. I actually recommend all three of those. I enjoyed all three of those very much. Chris, you just watched the Lego Batman movie. What are you going to do next? Uh, I'm going to try to temper my expectations for Lego Ninjago. <laughs> it was a good trailer. It was a good trailer. <laughs> it's the next in the Lego series. We got a trailer for it before Lego Batman. Uh, dealing with another very popular, well-selling Lego set. And, uh, yeah, I, I didn't really know anything about it other than it's ninjas and Legos uh, until I saw the trailer. And I 
gotta say I'm excited, including the fact that one of my favorite comedians and podcasters, Kamel Nanjiani, is a voice in it and has the closing button joke to the trailer. Yeah, has laughing. Yeah. I love Camille. So, He's hey, so good. I'm going to try to temper my expectations so then maybe when we do one of these for that film, I'll be like, whoa, I'll be outrageously in love with it. <laughs> there you go. All right, that's it for our buzzed-off film for Lego Batman Movie. If you see it, uh, let us know. You can tweet at us at High on Film. You can email us at the High on Film Show at gmail.com. You can leave a uh, comment on our iTunes or our Squarespace sites. Uh, I'm at Cross Maxwell across your social media platforms. If you need to reach out to me personally, Brad. Uh, at BD, always GP on Twitter and Instagram. Excellent. Uh, yeah, we have our Valentine's Day episode out with the comedian and actress Claire Downs. Right now, we watched Ron Howard's Splash with Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah, John Candy, and Eugene Levy. And uh, this Sunday, I believe, is our last Sunday before we delve fully into Oscar talk. And it's rumored we might be doing another classically bad movie. Oh. But a, I, I, a favorite of mine. I mean, a movie probably most people don't even know yeah. exists. Well, I, I won't ruin it just in case anything falls through at this point. But sure. it should be uh, quite a fun episode up next Monday. So we will see you then, guys. Enjoy your week. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs>